Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirman Daf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom, and we are now in Masachet Kiddushin Daf Mem Hey Amur Aleph, taking a look at the Gemara, uh, which is picking up on the topic of um, of uh, the Ketanashit Kacha Shol Datavia and how we regard that. Idmar Meit Vnafnalifnei Achiv Liibum. Let's say this Ketana accepted Kiddushin without her father's awareness, and then the husband possibly died, the husband, perhaps the husband, but the fellow died, and she fell for Yibum. So Rav made this epigrammatic statement that she has to do Miyun if there's Ma'amar, but she doesn't do Miyun if there's only Zika. What does that mean, Ketzad? Asaba mamar. If she if the fellow did mamar, then remember mamar is the quasi kedushin done before yibum to designate that that particular brother is going to do mamar on that particular wife. Tzricha get. Then if they want to break up, she needs a get. Utzricha chalitza. She also needs chalitza. Utzricha miun. She also needs miun. Why? Maybe father was never happy with the first Kiddushin, so that was nothing. But he was happy with the second Kiddushin, which is the Ma'amar, which means that those are valid Kiddushin Doraita, and she needs a regular get. She needs Chalitza, why? Maybe father was happy with the first Kiddushin, in which case she needs Chalitza like a regular Yvama. What's that about? Maybe father was unhappy, in other words, did not approve of any of it. And of course, really, she should not even need Miyun. But again, the same concern we raised in the previous podcast, that we're concerned that if people see that she has Get and Chalitza, they'll say at least one of those relationships was 100% valid. And therefore, if the same husband is Makadish or sister, the Kiddushin are meaningless and she doesn't need to get. We do miyun to show that there's room to think that there were no kiddushin here, and therefore, if the brother gives, if the husband gives kiddushin to her sister while she's alive, kiddushin may be toface, and she needs to get. Now, loa sabamamar. Let's say that the brother, that the brother did nothing. In other words, she was mitkadesh to a guy. The guy died. She fell to the brother. The brother didn't do anything, and then father comes along and says, "Wait a second. Uh, all she needs is chalitza. No get, no miyun. Why? My ta, my amar, what was your concern? Tibai nami miyun. You think she should need miyun? Shamir moin kiddushin tovzid machotav. For the same consideration, the answer is no. Akol yodim achot chalutza derabonon. Everybody knows that marrying the achot of your chalutza is derabonon. After all, remember, the original guy is dead here. So the only problem is whether the second, the brother, ends up marrying. So everybody knows that that's drabonan. Damer Shlokish, Kan Shana Rebbe, and this is, appears several times in Yevamot, where Rashlokish points out that Rebbe, in commenting on a Mishnah that distinguishes between a Grush and a Chalutza, so Achot Grushami Doraita, Achot Chalutzami Divrei Sofrim. That marrying the sister of your grusha is an Isra Doraita if the, if the index woman is alive. But marrying the sister of your Chalutza is drabonan. And therefore, everybody knows it's Durabanan. And therefore, everybody will understand, um, why that, that, why the, um, uh, Kiddushin nonetheless are toface, and she would need to get. Okay, Hanu Tute Two guys are drinking wine together under a tree, under a covering in Bavel. One of them took a cup of wine. And he gave it to the other fellow. And it turns out both these fellows have children. The children, uh, one of them, the fellow who's giving the wine, has a son who's of age. 
And the other one is, has a daughter who's a Ktana. So he said, your daughter should be Kaddish to my son with this wine. Even Rav and Shmuel, who when we saw in the previous podcast, say, we're concerned that perhaps father agreed to the Kiddushin, and that's why still need to get, but also Miyun. Um, so Ravina says, even according to them, we don't, never say perhaps the son was agreeable to the Kiddushin his father did. It's one thing to say daughter did Kiddushin, maybe father will consent to him. But to say father does Kiddushin for his son, and to say, yeah, and the son will probably go along with it, that we don't consider as a possibility, which means there's no need to forget here, it's nothing. So I'm with the Rabbanon the Ravina. So the Rabbanon said to Ravina, maybe the son made the father shaliach. I said, you know, get the guy a little drunk and then give him some wine to be mekadesh to my daughter. Not drunk, doesn't matter. He has to actually not be not not be drunk. But his son said to the father, go and be a mekadesh this girl for me. All right. So the answer is lo finished the shavia lavua shaliach. A person is never so brazen. We don't have to take this into consideration. The possibility that the son made the father a shaliach because that's far too chatsuf, far far too brazen. Maybe the son just sort of uh, let his father know what his feelings were. And father did it on his own, but on behalf of the son. In other words, maybe the son let him know, you know, I really like to marry that daughter, see what you could do. But didn't appoint him formally as a shaliach, which would be chutzpah. He said, Ravina already told us that he does not accept Rav and Shmuel. So he does. He says, in no case do we have to say, Certainly we don't have to say, we don't have to start thinking. Maybe the son let him know. We never have to have to do that. All right, which means that Ravina himself didn't accept this at all. What he was, what Ravina was saying was, even Rav and Shmuel, who do say Shemini would not say Shemini Ben. But Ravina himself would, wouldn't even start the conversation. Now, who governed the Kaddish Bechisa the Yarka Bashuka? There was a fellow who was Makadesh, uh, a girl, using um, a, a small uh, uh, bundle of uh, vegetables in the shuk. So it's a small amount, it's public, it's in the shuk, it's not nice. I'm Ravina, this is a katana. Ravina said, even those who agree, who believe, and by the way, Ravina, we already know, does not agree, but even those who believe, like Ravin Shmuel, that that we have to be concerned, maybe father was agreeable to these Kiddushin, that's only if the Kiddushin are done in an honorable way. Father would never agree to such uh, such a, a, a degrading kind of Kiddushin. So he asked Ravina, what was the bizarre here? He bizarred the Arka, the fact that he used vegetables instead of something nice. He bizarred the Shukra, the fact that he did it in a, in a degrading place instead of in a hall. So, nafkamina, the Kaddish Bechas Bavishukah. What's the nafkamina? It's easy. If you're Bechadish with money in the Shuk, or Bechisha, the Arka Beveto, you use something cheap, but in the house. So, the question is, what's the problem here? Is it the location or the vehicle? My, so Malay, what do Ravina say back? They're both Derek Bizayon. And therefore, either one would be bad. This certainly is bad because it's a bad material in a bad place. Alright, now of course, if the, if these were adults doing it, then Kedushin are valid. By the way, remember from, back from the first parak, Rav might give Makot, perhaps for being Makadish Bishuk, but nonetheless, uh, the Kedushin would be valid. Of course, here we're, we're, we're questioning what the father's dot might be. And here we have no reason to think father would be agreeable to this. So there's a couple, and they're fighting. They had a daughter, and the husband said, I want her to marry my relatives. 
And she said, I want her to marry my relatives. So the woman somehow forced the husband or had him tied down in some way until he said, fine, let her marry you into her family. So in other words, they they agreed, and as we'll see, they even made a party to celebrate the fact that she's going to marry one of the members of the wife's family. While they're eating and drinking at this meal, one of his relatives came to Igra, through like the, the roof or the upper story. He gave her Kedushin. I was having a big party announcing that there would be Kedushin. In the meantime, his relative came and gave her Kedushin. So what's the story? B'nai Yisrael don't uh, do, uh, don't, uh, do uh, felonious things, and they don't lie. So therefore, once the guy said, I'm committed that she'll marry one of your relatives, therefore we don't say Nitrat Sahav, there's no need to concern ourselves that maybe the Kedushin that his relative just gave would be valid, because he already committed to having her marry somebody in the wife's family. This we have the beginning of Tuvot. Rava says there's a Chazaka that a man's not going to make a big feast for naught. He just made a big feast that she's marrying one of the wife's relatives. Obviously that's what he wanted. We have no reason to think Shemanitrat said to marry this guy who came in through the, uh, through the, through the attic. So my benai, what's the difference between Abai and Rava? If there was no meal. So if there was no meal, Abai's reason will still apply because the fellow committed and we say once you commit, we assume that that's what you want. And Rav said, well, Rav would say, not necessarily, because he hasn't lost any money on it. Okay, now, the second piece is, Nisuin Shalodatavia. Nitkad Shalodatavia, let's say father was Mekadishur. Shaktana. Vahalachavim dinatiam, and father went abroad. And then she went and married the fellow without father being there. Father didn't say no, he had already been Mekadishur to the guy, but he wasn't there for the wedding. The question that we're dealing with in order to dem- determine the status of this marriage is what if the fellow she marries is a Kohen? Remember, this will play in a few lines. She could eat Truma the minute the Kiddushin happened. So, she could eat Truma because Father agreed to the Kiddushin. But, she can't eat Truma until she enters the household, which is now. So, Rob says she eats Truma until her father comes and says that, you know, I protest the wedding, I didn't agree to this, and then she has to leave. And uh, she's still married to the guy, she's to leave, come back home, and she doesn't need truma anymore until there's a marriage the father agrees to. Ravasi says, no, she can't eat. Why? Perhaps father will come and protest. Now, that's a little strange because she's not really a Zara. But what will end up happening is somebody who is considered Midrabanan a Zara because Midrabanan, she can't eat truma until she enters the house. Retroactively, she will have been eating truma as a non Kohenet, as it were. All right, Havei Uvda, and a story happened like this. Rav, even though he agreed, disagreed with Ravasi, was stringent, according to Ravasi's opinion, and didn't let the girl eat any truma until father came back and either confirmed the marriage or not. Even Rav will agree. Rav, who says she can eat truma, will agree that if while father's away, she dies, the husband, as it were, possible husband, is not Yoreshur, which means to Oraita, he's not Yoreshur until there's a marriage. Why? Because there's a general Chazkat Mamon, the money belongs in her family's Rashut. You have to prove that it now goes into his Rashut. And to do that, you'd have to prove that these Nisuin are 100% valid. That you can't do till father comes back. Now, let's try this. Let's say father's Makadishur, and father does not leave town, and she goes ahead and marries, and his fa- father's here, and he doesn't say anything. 
Ravuna Mar Eina Ochelet. Ravuna says she can't eat Truma. The marriage is nothing, at least not good enough. Ravim Rabarba Mar Ochelet. Let's see. Ravuna Mar Eina Ochelet. Why? I feel Rav Damar Ochelet. Even Rav, who says when the father's abroad, she can eat Truma. Hatam would allow you to love because father's not here, so we have no idea what we have no barometer on him. Father's here. The fact the father is here and he's silent, he's silent because he's so angry. Otherwise, he would say, I'm happy, you're married, very nice. The fact that he's silent means he's angry and he clearly does not want this marriage. You can't eat truma. Baraba takes the exact opposite approach. He says that she should eat truma, be able to eat truma, even a corner of Asi, who says when father's abroad, she can't eat truma. Why? Because their father might come back and say no. Here, father's standing here. He's silent. That means that he's comfortable with this. He's okay with the marriage. The question is really how we interpret his silence. All right. So now let's flip it. Instead of the original case, which is Kedushin, were with the father's confirmation and Nisun were independent, we do the opposite. If she was Mitkadesh on her own, which we raised all the questions we did, and then father, and then she married on her own, Vyaviyakan, her father's here. Ravuna Marochelet, very strange. Ravuna says, she eats. He disagrees and says, she doesn't eat. So this statement of Ravuna that's saying here she can eat is like vinegar in the teeth and like smoke in the eyes. It's a, it's hard to take. Because as for all, in the first case, where the Kiddushin were Doraita, which means Midoraita, she eats proper truma. The only question is Midorabonan, is this Nisuin? And in that case, Ravuna says she can't eat. Amat Loachla. Hachalokol Shekin. Certainly here, where Midoraita, where Mir Midoraita, we don't even know if she's married because father didn't agree to the Kiddushin. Uh, it's very hard to say why, why she should eat. So Rav Ula says, Nirin Divir Talmid. Therefore, we should support Rav Yirmiya Baraba, who disagrees with his teacher, Rav Huna, and says that here ain't no chelat. I'm a Rav, a Rav defends Rav Huna. He says, My town Rav Huna, She's sort of like a living orphan in the fact that she did Kiddushin, and father didn't consent, but he also didn't block it, he didn't protest, and now she went ahead and didn't sue, and it's like she's really kind of declaring her independence. Therefore, Ravuna says, in such a case, father's out of the picture, and she can eat truma. Okay, last piece, itmar. Again, the case of Tana goes on her own. Let's say she changes her mind. Rav says, either she or her father can say, we don't want this marriage, and, and that's it, and there's no get. Only father can. She already agreed to it. So, somebody challenged Ravasi. The Torah says that when a man seduces a Na'ara, he has to marry her, but if father refuses, then he has to pay the Ketuba, the Matan, the Chamishim. All I know is that if her father protests, this is Sugi in the third paragraph of Ketubot. He How do I know if she protests? It works. Therefore, the double language, she can also protest. Which means that a girl can also protest after a Maisa Kiddushin, as it were, happened, and say, I don't want this marriage. So Rav answered, whoever asked him, uh, whoever asked Ravasi, here's what he answered. He said, don't be confused by this in uh, this uh, wrong teaching, because this is what Ravasi could answer you. 
Maybe that case there was where the the seduction was not at all an act of marriage. It was just uh, an act of znut. Right? In which case, the, she can protest. Father can protest. But that doesn't mean that if she accepts it as Kedushin, she can protest. Maybe by that point, she's already been locked in. I mean, Rav is defending Ravasi. Rav said she can protest. But he's defending Ravasi against this. Now, Pita Shlomo should cry by you. You need a person to tell me that she can protest if the relations were totally znut? says, yeah, it's there to tell you that even though or shalom l'shem ishu, the guy has to pay the same kanas. That's why it's there. So Yosef Yachi Hanu Tanina Mahori Marena Lo Leisha. That's why the text says he has to marry her. Shetzichai Menu Kedushin. In other words, the original act had to be l'shem pitui, not l'shem kedushin. And if we need some new kedushin, and therefore we say she can only protest. This is now supporting Ravasi. She can only protest in the case where the original act was not an act of kedushin, but when it was, she's out. If the pitui was really Shem Kiddushin, why do you need a new Kiddushin? They already had Bia. Ah, so that seems to really support Ravasi. So Abayabai comes says, not so quick. Maybe what it means is, once she had this pitui, that could have been Shem Ishut, she still needs to have the Kiddushin that her father consents to. And that's the second act of Kiddushin that would take place in that case, thus supporting Rav with the idea that this pitui, even if it's Shem Ishut, still she's allowed afterwards to protest and say, I do not want to be married to this fellow. And... Um, and um, and with that, Laakev. Uh, okay, we'll stop at this point. Uh, we're now at the second Mishnah in the uh, in the second parak, and we will pick up at this point in the next podcast. Everyone should have a wonderful day.